I don't know which party my wife belongs to, but uh, she belongs to my kitchen and my living room and the other room. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of The Other Room on the Gold Coast Report. You guys, it's a girl, Ginger. I know you guys miss me on the other episode, but I'm back and I'm better. I'm here with Kess and Abby as usual. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. Can we say now? Can we say now? Happy birthday, yeah. Ginger. Happy birthday, Ginger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, it's my birthday. So if you listen to this episode, jump in my DMs and come and ask for my Momo number. <laughs> okay, that's so I'm right. jump straight into it. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to jump straight into it because this episode is kind of packed. Kes, if you had the opportunity to enter the world as a celebrity child or a celebrity baby, who would you be and why? I have to be a Kardashian baby. Oh, wow. Okay. I have to be one of the wow. Kardashians. I know that my life is... Okay, so which one? Up. Yeah. Um, which one? I'm thinking Chicago. I really think she's so cute. Kim's... Oh, yeah. Third child, who is the second daughter. Yeah. Chicago. I Even Saint. So Saint is a very handsome child, yeah. Yes, yes. Abby, what about you? <laughs> Me, I will go for the creme de la creme of privilege, Megan and Harry's child. Like, oh, I oh, yeah. yeah, no, I'm set wow. for life. That's Listen. so true, you yeah. know. That's no. <laughs> that is silver spoon support, silver spoon yeah. to my mouth as soon as I'm born. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, Abby, that's you go true. For my answer was, I swear that my answer was going to be stormy, but Abby has just Abby's answer is what I want to steal now. No, it's yeah. true. I mean, the but stormy because the I want American to be cool. They are, yeah. but I I would want to be stormy <laughs> because of Ky- because Kylie and Travis. That's like a dream come true for me. But so are they okay, I don't know. They are on and off. Mm. In other horrible news, the finance minister Ken Oferiata has urged Ghanaians, so he has appealed to us to donate hundred cities a month to help build the national cathedral. <laughs> yes, please. Do you think Ghanaians? Who have the means, organizers who can afford to do it, who actually do it? Like, do you think there's any Ghanaian out there who is actually going to do this? If you say any, after that one, yeah, there will be some. But I really, really, really hope that people don't. I really, really hope that people don't. But there's all these, like, rich people who will do it. And the church people and the rest, they'll do it. But I really, really hope they don't do it. Because it is not even a one-off thing or monthly. The monthly? Do you know enough. <laughs> the taxes that we are paying, all the bills that we are paying, we have to come and pay for somebody's dream. Isn't it not the co-founder who said that he it is his whatever his pledge or his dream or whatever to um, to God? So why do I have to mm-hmm. come and pay for it? All the money that he has and all the money that they've been taking. Hmm. Uh-uh. We don't hmm. have enough money. We can't do that. That's that thing is very stupid. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Abby, do you think it is tone deaf? Since most Ghanaians like are not financially capable, you know, because a lot of Ghanaians are poor. The, the average Ghanaian is poor. So do you think it's tone deaf to ask us to do this? Definitely. Especially given the fact that when they were reading the budget in 2018, yeah, for the 2019 budget, they said, Ken Oforiata himself said that, eh, Akufado, let me wait and pull up. <laughs> For Yata reading the 2019 budget and economic policy in Parliament today, Thursday, 15 November 2018, said Akufado has proposed a partnership between the state and the Ghanaian Christian community, both at home and in the diaspora, which will raise funds for the controversial project. So then why are you coming to other Ghanaians to come and do susu of 100 cities a month? 
Hmm. Why are you backtracking on what you said on the budget? Like, what is happening? Go to your Christian people and ask them for your funds. You know there's a pandemic going on that you are hardly managing. People hardly have vaccines. People hardly have social backup stuff to fall on with all the mess that's going on with COVID. And then you're adding this on top. I don't know. It was that a word for tone deaf. It was something that's beyond tone deaf because <laughs> that is exactly what it is. I don't like what these people are. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. And to assume. Me, my main thing is like, why is mainstream media not advertising this initiative to Ghanaians? Like, why? Because if not for you, I'll be mentioning it. I had never heard of it. I don't know if um, case you heard of it, but I had never heard of anyone saying this. Well, this is something he said a while back. So I want to know why they are not at, but why isn't it in, why isn't there billboards and graphics telling us that this is what we are supposed to do? Because they now, they know that it's not a serious thing. They themselves, I feel like they do know that it is tone deaf. They know, they do know that the average Ghanaian cannot afford this. So why would you even get up and say it? No, but you see, they know that people will, people will donate, and that's why. And they probably they've actually set up a short code, um, yeah, something. The rich, 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 rich will. It was when you were answering that I realized that actually some people will do it. Some really rich somebody somewhere will actually do it. But wow, because even look at this. Also, write a check or something. Hmm. See, look at this. They're making all that noise for what? <laughs> Even them, do they have money? They make money from us. It's not from... It, they don't have money. They still make money from people. So, but if it was something else, they have. They know how to make noise. Make noise about it. Exactly. And you know what? I even saw the news about it from CTFM on Twitter. So, mm-hmm. the media is somehow advertising it, but it's just not out there, out there yet. Which is yeah. interesting, though, because I feel like City should be aware given yeah. how they are reporting it like of how there was pushback about the cathedral and whatnot and they are just simply advertising the short code and stuff like that without mm. criticizing it you know when we've been told that it's going to be funded by the christian diaspora and whatnot mm. why are you then pushing it just like that with no news article following no further investigative like reporting nothing give us some information the people that are even going to donate to it, like if I donate my hundred CDs month, monthly, that that thing pisses me off so much. Not a one-off, monthly. If I donate, how do I benefit from it? What is it that I can I go and then say that oh I'm I want to have an event, I'm going to use it. Will I get it for free? No. So like, what benefits are we going to get <laughs> from it apart from the fact that the oh, Ghana has National this grand prayers. cathedral over there? God will National bless us. Prayers. That's, no, that's but, what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not going to benefit anything from it. Hmm. The National Cathedral thing, they, maybe they want us to donate so that we benefit from their prayers. That's what I think. But in other news, in more positive news, what did you guys think of this whole Twitter nephew thing? Oh, I loved it. It made I my know. week. I know. I was it so made happy. my week. I was so, so happy. <laughs> like, wow, it was to the point of really. tears. Oswald, yes. I mean... It's, it, I don't think Smiley put it up with hopes of people donating. Or, it was just something that he was laughing about, you know. Yeah. And I like that people saw this and decided to be kind and just, and the thing blew up. And it's it's crazy. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's rather unfortunate, though, that some people are trying to spin it into a weird thing like, yeah. oh, he's a child of privilege already. So why are they focusing? I mean, no one asked for anything i know it wasn't people choosing 
people and are now saying it's very obvious I'm oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's just very obvious that the mom is like hardly available because she's working and blah 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 so this kid's plea is like hey if the mom is busy and can't make it or if the mom has stuff going on I really don't mind helping out you know that was how it ended up playing out so I, yeah. it's sad that people are trying to shit on that moment to be like well what about what about yeah. do that promotion on its own like advocate for those other kids on their own but don't shit on this moment like that <sighs> but yeah otherwise it was all good I loved it yeah, but you know me, so I will not. I will not lie. I'm kind of a what about person because it got too much. It got too much. <laughs> too much. I mean, that's all I can say. Determine. It got too much. Trade companies and other people put their resources. Hey, I know. Tracy, it's like, this context. It's like it's your birthday today, right? And everyone's sending you more, more. <laughs> Should we say what about mm. the other the other girl? Bills. Nobody hoped on that. Oh, ah, on that. So, but, oh no, people, people did. But don't forget that we've done <laughs> and, a lot and of work. Did Blue Band and KFC hope on it? Did Blue Band and KFC hope on it? That's their prerogative. Don't. And it costs way cheaper supporting yeah. Oswald than doing that too. So Yes. How much is how much is KFC? Like how much, how much, how many are they keeping? Right, we are shifting the goalposts by being like co- the company should then look at these issues when these are actual structural issues that the state should be fixing. So yes, regardless of whether they supported Oswald or not, the government is feeling as there. Let's look about. Let's look there. That's me, the me, I was jealous. Yeah, <laughs> me, I was jealous. That's the truth. I was very, very jealous. Very, 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 very jealous. It's okay. It's okay. Your no, time has come and passed. It's okay. <laughs> There are a lot of social issues, you know, and we can't have these brands solving all the issues. We have the okay. government. This is what they are supposed to do. This is what structures need to be in place for all this and that and that. So we can't just say, oh, because you have money, do this. They're mm-hmm. also struggling. They also have to pay taxes. They also have to do this. But this was, of course, for them, this is also a PR thing because I probably haven't heard of some of the brands before until seeing the tweets and like, oh. Someone offered them some exchange program thing to Canada and it was just like, okay, I don't know. I hadn't heard of it before. I'm like, okay, cool. If I'm interested in doing that, I'll look into it, you know. So, yeah. I mean, it was PR for them and I think it's great and that's it. Tracy, maybe next year we should put up a list for you for your birthday. <laughs> we should because me, hey, wow, me, I just felt like it was a bit too much. It was over the top. Joy FM, they went to go and interview him. The, the important things that are happening, don't go and cover it. They are going to interview this boy. Well, if we allow the boy to enjoy, uh-uh. <laughs> it's just one day, it has come and passed, it's done, over. I, I hope so. I hope so. I hope they nobody us well again because I, I can't see. Yeah, I didn't got a vacation classes for me, it's why. <laughs> I love and the it. things he has got for me there, we can't list, we can't finish listing. Yeah. Moving on to our main topic for today, there's so much prejudice going on against women, as usual, all the time, everywhere. But 
especially in sports. And you know, when I was actually preparing the outline for this, it broke my heart that I didn't even have to research. You, you know, I didn't even have to research any of these stories you are come to talk about. It's just off the top of my head. The fact that I can, off the top of my head, think of so many instances where there has been prejudice against women in sports means that it's actually a big, big problem. So, especially in mental health, in the aspect of mental health, Simone Biles came out last week to come and talk about how her mental health was in shambles, basically. So she couldn't, she jumped or something and then she failed. And it was really sad because she recently just did the amazing thing that she did. I'm not really sure of like the terms and the medals and what, but I know she, she yeah. kind of like broke a record or something. And then all of a sudden she can't jump anymore. No, that was not for the poll. I think that was a different um, event where she did a couple of flips or something more than usual. And they were like, they're not going to uh, grade her for it because it's so too it's like way above technical, yeah, technical and yeah and the others can't do it but you, it's wild it's it's wild it's wild because you also remember the story of naomi osaka the uh the tennis player mm-hmm. who also she came out a few similar. months ago yeah she also went through something similar i feel like do you think okay kes do you think the um, the mental health of female athletes are not taken into consideration at all in any instance, because it's becoming a trend, even with older older stories like Sally M, Serena, wait, Williams. Serena Williams, Serena Williams. <laughs> yeah, I think that they just kind of overlook these things because it's like this is your profession, this is what you are doing. What do you mean your mental? You can't perform because of your mental health. You know, you just think that people are doing too much, and of course, mental health issues also being quite new or not quite as popular i guess i should say so then it's like they 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 just can't relate all i guess they don't want to that's what it is they don't want to and i guess maybe it affects them in the long run in terms of maybe money here and there or something like that so they they just can't they just don't want to really accommodate the athletes oh yeah i agree i think they don't yes they feel like it's their job so why are you complain? You have to do it because I don't understand why they have to come and embarrass themselves on stage before finally it's taken into consideration. Because I feel like during training and during before they come on, they will still tell them that like I can't do it, but they are forced to come. And then when they come and they do it in front of everybody, it's like because everybody's talking about it, they are finally giving a break. But then Abby, what changes do you think can be made to help them deal better? Yeah, really, it's just going to be, like, making resources available for them. I think, in general, different sporting events, we tend to see how male athletes get, like, resources funded into their games and stuff like that. It's never the same when you look at the women's side of it, from basketball down to track and field. Like, it's always such a great discrepancy. So the men are able to afford certain things that women just don't have so the more they are being intentional about like funneling resources there and maybe also doing frequent trainings of some sorts with like trainers because i'm assuming most of the trainers now are older people who went through mentorship or guidance from people who did not really consider mental health issues as much as we are doing now so they are also not in touch with how best to deal with it when their athletes fall short or like are having certain issues. The whole 
just keep pushing, pushing, pushing because at the end of the day, as an athlete, you're supposed to entertain as well. And the like nationalistic pride associated with what you do and whatnot, it's just a lot of pressure mentally. So if you can ease that and make sure that they feel confident that, okay, I can do whatever, I'm still going to have supports regardless. And it's not really and either all like make or break it and they all as you can tell especially from the american side when it comes to sports yeah if i so resources just expectations on athletes also need to be kind of watched yeah. getting right professionals to work with the athletes probably starting there and also the media because the media reports on these stories and whatnot and how they put it also tends to change the narrative so getting them all in line like we saw with naomi might be helpful yeah yeah i definitely agree you know my last question was to ask you if you think male athletes mm. um, face <laughs> the same challenges and you already said it you already said male athletes they have more resources but i feel like it's pressure i feel like honestly mm-hmm. this is fueling from a lot of pressure because i don't understand mm. I, feel, I i don't understand why all these because in all these stories you can see that they come in express themselves in public which is what i don't understand i feel like they should definitely have resources and like channels where they can communicate what they are feeling before they get on the actual olympic stage that would help a lot because already now you can't jump you already know that you can't jump there you come and not jump in front of thousands of people that will even ruin your mental health the most that's mm-hmm. well yeah i feel like they should in other news also do you think they have do you think female athletes are policed too much case do you think they are policed with respect to their bodies their clothes their lifestyle do you think they have too much rules because there were news of the cups the swim cups for nat- um, for swimmers with natural hair being banned from olympics also the female handball players from norway were fined for not wearing bikinis do you think too much policing is going on for female athletes yeah Definitely. I think there's always this unfairness with women and I don't understand. I mean, the women are doing just as hard as the men and we even have to take in consideration, uh, what do you call it? Hormonal, you know, issues as well in terms of us getting a period every month and getting all these hormonal imbalances and, you know, having to deal with all of these things. And I mean, we also know that for like these Norwegian beach ball players, um, men, men, men are just... They have all these things. They, they talk to you anyhow. And I mean, the women feel, they felt more comfortable wearing shorts instead of the bikini because the bikini is very exposing. And I mean, you are more or less playing to the whole world. And that's what they felt comfortable in. I don't see why it should be a problem. It's not like they were fully covered. And I mean, I don't think that the shorts is giving them an extra advantage over bikini bottoms. Because <laughs> so, the men I mean, wear they shorts. Should, Yes, they should be more accommodating, you know. That's what makes it like because because the men, when I read the story, the men are actually allowed to wear basically anything they want. But the women is so specific, like it has this length, it's supposed to be short. It's supposed to be short, which I don't understand because it doesn't give them any advantage, like you were saying. I feel like Yeah, hmm. they are trying to use women, they appeal they are trying to appeal to the the what do you call it, likes of men or the wants of men, really. So then it's like a man they, they think that a man will watch a woman's sports if she has less clothes on, if she has more revealing clothes on, if she's dressed a certain way or something like that. So that's what they are trying to do. With the swim cups, that's against black women. We know that. Because if a white woman, we know some white women who have really frizzy big hair. If they decided to have 
a swim cap that will fit their hair, they wouldn't have had a problem with it. That one, they have a problem with black people. Yeah. And I mean, I don't think, again, a bigger swim cap will give you any advantage swimming over normal swim caps. So, yeah. They're just trying not not to be accommodative. And what about other serious rules? Like, because obviously this swim cap and this bikini rule is, is, is literally stupid. But what about with respect to the rules such as the smoking weed thing? Abby, what do you think? Do you think that's... What's your, like, two cents on that? The whole sh- Shakari Richardson thing. <laughs> My initial thought was smoke weed every day. <laughs> no, I'm going to be serious. <laughs> um, I don't know how it really affects her performance because... Be it sativa, be it indica. I don't know anyone who can smoke weed and actively run, run. like that and all of that. Like, fam, you're not trying to do all of that. So it goes to show that she didn't use it to enhance her performance. She's already explained what happened. Yeah. I don't know. Was it probably the form of intake because she didn't have, like, I don't know. Okay, well, maybe it's not really targeted against Shakari alone. It's just a general rule they have, which I think is absurd. There are just so many things with the Olympics that end up policing people and like restricting them from what's hormonal balances to weed. I come on, it's ridiculous. I think they need to revamp it, have a look at this again and change some stuff because it's just very limiting. It limits who can participate, who can do what when, or even if you're not supposed to smoke weed or something, maybe within a certain time frame prior to the games then you're not supposed to indulge in these drugs. That's fine, as opposed to just a broad, you know, ban on it. Eh. Drugs are not that... Okay, drugs are bad, but I don't think drugs are as bad as, like, the rep they get, especially when it comes to professional athletes who is aware of how much their body encourages their performance, you know? So I'm not sure they're doing it to harm themselves. (laughs) Yeah. It's just yeah, it's, it's weed <laughs> drugs. And honestly, I feel like if if uh, no Kes, Kes, what do you think? I'm curious to know what you also think. <laughs> I really was gonna, I really was gonna comment on this. I know that she didn't take the weed to get some advantage to morning, enhance, yeah. yeah, or anything like that. But I think that I mean, in this sense, there was fairness in the sense that they they banned other, what do you call it, other male athletes from doing same. So there wasn't unfairness in the part that she's a woman or she's a black woman Mm -hmm. in that sense. But I think that when they say drug use, I don't know if they have a list that specifies the drugs that are prohibited. If that's the case and weed falls under, it's fine. But if not, then then I guess they were wrong to do that. But then... No, 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 no. But if that's the case and then weed falls under it, isn't it way past time where weed gets like revised as a harmful drug for athletes? Yes. With all the research we've done on that and everything at this point. Yeah, but then you see Mm -hmm. weed is not legal in every country yet. Or, yeah, far from it. So then I think that's also an issue that they 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 have to deal with. Me, all I'll say is that the Olympic board should go with the science. Like, go go along with the science. THC is not a performance yeah. enhancing drug. Come on. And it all yes, comes back to this definitely. mental health thing. Because she said her mom was dead and she was using it to, like, be okay. So it's for her mental. And also, do you think if it was a, a guy that had done it, it would have been taking, le- like, they would have been more calm? 
the whole the way no, that's what I was saying. They would have done. They, I think they would have acted the same way because they had done that previously to some other athletes. I can't remember his name now, but it had been done before. So it's not necessarily her as a person, but I guess it's just their rules or whatever it is. I don't know which country's rules they go by or which country, yeah, Olympics rules go by. But yeah, yeah, that was my other question. Do you think international? whatever IAAF or something like that they set up the rule but do you think these rules okay, so should be should be revised do you think it's about time the olympic Definitely. board or whatever starts oh, yeah. down to like yeah yeah Definitely. i mean this olympics happens every four years the main one and then i think mm-hmm. there's another one that happens in between every two years but it's still every four years you know so, I mean, after your four years, you should sit down and look at the rules. Okay, so this happened. How about we change this a little? I mean, you can't get to the using rules from how many years ago for yeah, now. Exactly. It doesn't work, you know. Every four years, you have enough time to meet a thousand and one times to make changes and uh, make additions, yeah. make provisions for things. It's not difficult. It shouldn't be difficult. Yeah. yeah. And obviously, so they should do it. when... It started it obviously was not supposed to be inclusive of so many people but as the years go along people are trying to get access and whatnot so they need to make room for people to participate whenever yeah. wherever without like all these rules hindering people it's so much that for this year's um, competition so many african women were bad because of their testosterone levels like come on are you serious yeah they are still yeah. in this archaic gender thing at this time and yeah. age yeah everything needs to change that's true, that's true. But women in sports, where are Ghanaian women? Where are Ghanaian women? Go and ask the minister for sports and education. What's <laughs> what funding hey. did they give to us? That the athletes Honestly, who went yo. there already funded themselves through yeah. training, through every other and thing, then sponsorship like qualifiers and stuff like that. They had wow. to pay themselves. Yeah, where so are... it's not that where I do. <laughs> what is the ministry doing? <laughs> I want to talk about the LGBTQI bill before it's passed, before the gag order comes. What do you guys think about what we've seen so far? Who can go first? <laughs> go first. This is all you. Huh. <laughs> I've stopped following it. <laughs> I, so the bill. When I read it, I didn't read the full thing. I've read like the first two pages. And I swear I can't go past the first two pages every time I try to read it. I saw snippets from other sites on Twitter it's just so infuriating and all so wrong. Um, it's sad that our society has now become one where we ignore the facts and we are more uh, prone to like sensationalism and very much interested in othering people to have a sense of national pride. Like, why should being Ghanaian mean being hetero- heteronormative? Like... That is not that is not the case. That has never been the case. Actually, what does being Ghanaian mean to all Ghanaians? Our country was not know. one that came about like how the Western countries formed, right? So what do you mean by saying that no, because the colonizers told us that this and this and this is what our society is supposed to be and whatnot, that anything prior to that does not exist and is null and void. And so moving forward, we only have to stick to the oppressed version of what you know from what you learned from your colonizers. Like, it doesn't make sense to not want to change your perspective and just allow people to live as they deserve to live. Like, everyone has their dignity that 
you can't take away from them. But these people are actively trying to strip some Ghanaians of that. And it's just foul. It's, it's a complete like disregard to every human rights convention that we've agreed to, we signed on to. Any international thing we've signed on to relating to human rights, we have, this goes clear breach of it. And it's not just against homosexuals or people who are queer or who advocate for them, but the way the uh, things are worded against what you can say, what you can't say, this even goes against the media. So, like, what does that mean for press freedom? What does that mean for, you know, you can't put a blank gag order on anyone for wanting to advocate for people to have better rights. Like, I don't know. It's, me, it's me, I do. Me. I'm <laughs> done. <laughs> Kes, what do you think? It's very hateful. Like, I don't know how smart people who call themselves leaders could come together and do this. I mean, you don't know the future. You don't know what the future holds. This is some George. If one of his kids comes to him and tells him this, he'll probably just ship his kid over to a country that embraces LGBTQ. And that's it. And he's still going to sit there and hate against other people. But it's like, it's given, it's given people who are against this more power mm-hmm. and more of a voice and more everything. And that's, that's, that's the most annoying part. Like, there's so much hate and there's so much just dislike and just, I don't know, towards people who identify as lgbtq or even our allies or like you know talk for them advocate for them and that's really bad he's more or less they are more or less dividing their country and that's and an important thing to note is this is not a i want to say like homegrown (laughs) bill it's not something that ganias will come up with because certain parts of it are like come on this is not even natural to the ghanian society like that's that's you hamper on it like yeah if you do this if you do that then you're against the right it's obviously been influenced by evangelicals and i forget the name world something something those far right groups that supports for and whatever and in their bigotry and we need to realize this and like push back heavy against it if you really want this to pass then maybe have a referendum or something but even that stuff won't give me much hope because, like I said, the hate is so deep in Ghana right now. Like, I'm going to need Akufado to step up. But obviously, he's also a bitch-ass nigga, so that might not happen. <laughs> Have you guys heard no. the song? Have you guys heard the song? Which one? Trumo, the, trumo. Yes. Eddie what do you guys think of that song? Yeah, I think that song is the one they'll pass their bill. That song is the one they'll pass their bill. Yes. Yeah, and I, it, Angel, Angela, what's her name? Angel Maxi? Hmm. She's the one. Yeah, yeah. One, that, and one that, love where she's a trans woman. Yeah. Okay. I think it was very funny, but then I think they should have changed like the way where they use the word chumuchuman because that's what these people use against LGBTQ people. So I think they shouldn't yes. have used that. Well, they also use to piece to pee in reference to lesbians. Yeah, like piece yeah, to pee is like yeah, it's kind of like the nigger thing over here because Angel. Yeah, is they're reclaiming so it. So she's like, yeah, he's like, oh, friend, chumuchuman cry. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I didn't think of it that way as well. So yeah, but that was very funny when I watched. It, I laughed so much. <laughs> Right. 
this was a really really insightful episode i hope that people get to know that there's prejudice against women in literally every aspect we can take today we took women in sports we can take women in music women in any any women anywhere and there'll be so much prejudice we have to do better as a people we have to do better today we have no back black star so i'm gonna be the black star of the episode since it's my episode <laughs> so shout out to me yeah woo, woo, woo. Shout out to <laughs> Yep. <laughs> okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at GCLTOR. Um, check out our previous episodes on listentogcl.com and find us wherever you listen to your other podcast. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. This has been a Gold Coast Reports production. Catch up on episodes and discover more shows from our network on listen to gcr.com. When's the last time you inhale peace? Exhale negative energy. Always what if maybe unsure, doubting that they know it to be a queen. You're a queen. Fix your ground, baby.